because he identified with the, the poor and the, uh, and, the, and, the, and the downtrodden. Can run on for a long time. Hello? Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Welcome back to Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television, The Bass Buzz. I'm Pat Renwick, Ryan Popcorn Whitaker, and JP High. We are honored to bring to you right now the one, the only, legendary, ladies and gentlemen, Jerry McInnes. Yes! What is it? What an interest! I'm uh, I'm so impressed. <laughs> wow, Jerry! They, they absolutely the, the whole fanfare went nuts for you. They went absolutely <laughs> wild. They're, 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 well, yeah, I thought maybe you were introducing somebody else. I thought maybe I'm on the wrong day here. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got it right. You got it right, Jerry. I, I just want to. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna start with the ass kissing right off the bat here, Jerry. I just wanna, I wanna tell you how big of an influence you really are to so many. Oh my goodness! Yes, to so many people, man. I mean, we're gonna get this out of the way right now. You are an influence to so many outdoorsmen, non-outdoorsmen, just people in general. And I, I, I want to give you a little example here. Um, first of all, your show, The Fishing Hole. Uh, the pioneer in outdoor programming, the fishing hole. When I was a kid, Jerry, there was a couple shows, you know, that that I could get in my area, and one of them was Bill Dance Outdoors, and the other one is the fishing hole. Um, I want you to know that you influenced me to fish. You influenced me to fish, watching your show every week. Another story of influence is you... When I finally uh, uh, matured somewhat, you know, a little bit, even though I'm very immature still, Jerry. yesterday. Yeah, like yesterday. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, going back uh, as a young man, uh, got my own house, I wanted to get a dog, and, and I wanted to get a dachshund, okay? So, <laughs> so just like my hero, Jerry McInnes. So I went oh, to, for goodness sake. Yeah, so here's what I did. Uh, I, I, went to the, uh, I went to the Humane Society. With the intention of, of getting a little dachshund. And they didn't have any, but what they had was a half Belgium shepherd and half dachshund. Okay? They, so it had a big shepherd head and a dachshund body. Oh, for goodness sake. Yeah, it was an amazing dog. Guess what I named that dog, Jerry? Oh, I'm going to guess Norman. No, I named it Moonshine. <laughs> Moonshine? Yes. <laughs> I named it Moonshine. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Well, 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 let me ask you a question. What, what did I do that influenced you to start fishing? Well, I mean, here's the deal. The biggest influence in fishing was, was my Grandpa Paul, because he was kind of the one that, that took me fishing first. Um, but just the fact that, that watching you and the joy that you had during your show, it projected, you know, it was real. It was real stuff, and and it it just it kind of kindled the flame in me, man, to want to be out uh-huh. there and catch fish. And and then once you once you get at it and kind of learn a little bit about fishing and the whole trickery involved of actually fooling fish, 
Um, uh-huh. that, that, that's what gets it going. That's what gets it going when you can finally figure it out yourself. But just, I just, well, I, 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 I have to, I have to tell you, I, uh, I, I really appreciate that. I, I really do. I, uh, simply because when I was doing my television show, I, I really never had an agenda of, of you know, I'm not, boy, I'm going to, I'm going to entice these people into going fishing or I'm going to sell this fishing lure or I'm going to, uh, I, I never had any of that. All I did was go and be exactly who I was and try to tell a good story. And then hopefully a lot of the other things would just fall in place. And, I guess I was fortunate enough to have that happen a lot. You were very successful at You were just a normal dude fishing. You were a lot like my grandpa Paul, who got me into fishing. Uh-huh. I mean, you're just a normal mm. guy that loved being out there fishing. You know, and, and that fishing hole show, man, That I mean, what was it, 44 years, Jerry? 44 years, and, and it was uh, possibly... The long, they always call it the longest. First of all, they call it the longest running show, other than Sports Center, uh, on ESPN, and, and it was. And then they start calling it the long because before ESPN came along, I was I was syndicated nationally for sixteen or seventeen years. So uh, uh, people called it the longest running fishing show or outdoor show when. When we did a lot of when we did a lot of uh, exploring and 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 really get, dug into it, we found out that there probably wasn't another television show ever that had a run of forty four years. No, you're uh, like on, on, on a nationwide basis now. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. You you should be, and, and damn right you should be. I mean, you you ran longer than Seinfeld for crying out loud. <laughs> And 44 years is probably older than uh, more. That's more than anybody in this room, with the exception of me. I, I mean, that's 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 uh, that's that is impressive. That that is impressive. Now, now that, that we got that out of the way, I do have a bone to pick with you, Jerry. Are, are you ready for this one? Okay. Okay. Let's have it. Okay. So, yeah, there a, a long time ago in a galaxy far away, you you, uh, Mark Zona. Tommy Sanders and myself, we were sitting around talking. I think it was in Detroit or something, okay? Uh-huh. And, uh, and I gave you a couple ideas. And, and first, the first idea was that I thought w- that, that you should have uh, cheerleaders in professional bass fishing. Okay. <laughs> you, you, didn't do, you didn't do that for me, Jerry. You oh, didn't. They, had, they had the Hooters girls out in the uh, 2004 Classic. Right? That was one time. One time. One time. Yeah, I need yeah, bass yeah. and gals. And I don't mean a tournament league. We need bass and gals at every derby. That's that's one thing. Okay, but you didn't do that. And, th- and then I gave you the suggestion that um, you, sh- you need another summer event. You know, like the classic used to be. In, and we even talked about it when you were on my Bass Buzz radio show, Jerry. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. that you needed. And then you come up with the Bass Fest. And and you yep. did, and you didn't even do like a public announcement thanking Pat Renwick for coming up with the bass. Well, yeah, and uh, boy, that is that is bad. That is bad. <laughs> I I gotta go back and and look into that. And 
we'll we'll see if we can straighten that out a little bit. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Hey, you're you're one of the original finesse fishermen. I consider you one of the original finesse fishermen. Um, you, you love that light tackle, and you've been doing it. I mean, look at those old fishing hole shows where you know you're going up into the Northwoods and you're battling those giant brown bass with red eyes, you know, and and you're using light tackle. I mean, I remember. What- yeah, most of the time I I did that uh, with four pound test line and. And a very small rod, and I, mean, I don't know why. I just like I wasn't trying to, like I said earlier, I wasn't trying to prove anything or nothing like that. I just kind of liked that. It was a lot of fun. And then you know, to to top it all off, I I was blessed to catch a what a twenty four pound uh, brown trout out of uh, Flaming Gorge Reservoir. I remember, and I caught that. I caught that darn thing on four pound test line in a crappie jig, and uh, and so that that really that really made it tickled me to death. Because boy, that was right down my alley. <laughs> oh, I mean that was awesome. When I close my eyes and envision Jerry McInnes, it's you in a canoe with with that just doubled over eagle claw rod, that little ultralight. <laughs> yep. I mean back reeling, buddy, back reeling. That's, Back reeling, that's right. <laughs> that's what you were doing. And talking about that brown trout, I mean, that's probably one of the, for lack of a better term, one of the most historic fishing hole episodes ever. The the just the the elation on your face when when you were battling that fish, unbelievable, Jerry. Well, that that uh, that whole trip because of the snowstorm and and the trip getting out there through the. St- snowstorm pulling a boat and you know that that was probably the most interesting trip that i ever did throughout the 44 years and uh and that fish was was obviously very exciting and we caught it right at the end of a uh, of the last day and uh you know another 15 or 20 minutes and we we wouldn't have had enough light and and it just it just all worked uh it just all worked worked just like it was supposed to, I guess. The, the stars and, aligned. Um, and and I'm I'm I was just really proud of that of that trip. One one of the greatest for as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Jerry, do you mind if I ask how old you are now? I am just a few months away from eighty. Just a few months away from eighty. It, um n- now you you've seen a lot in your in your years, Jerry. Did, do you believe that everything in life happens for a reason and in sequence? Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything I have done, um, I, I'm just, I got to I gotta tell you, I, I'm just a regular old guy. I am just as common as I possibly can be. And, and for whatever reason, I was, was, chosen or blessed or whatever you want to say i was i just had a a multitude of incredible events that just happened to happen to me they didn't happen to me because i was you know any anyone different than anybody else uh, they they just happened 
because they're, we're supposed to. And I um, uh, did what I was supposed to, and, and that's how it turned out. And that, that, whole, that whole thing that I've just said here sounds kind of goofy, but I really believe that. And, and um, I, I, uh, just as it's supposed to be uh, is such a big, a big part of my life. I mean, unbelievable. I mean, you have to look back sometimes. I mean, Jerry, you, you, you've been a you've been a pro ball player, okay? You're, you've you've um, you know you've fished tournaments. You've been a tournament bass fisherman. I I, I did some research on this. You only made eight hundred bucks as a tournament bass fisherman, but but damn it, you were you were a tournament bass fisherman. Uh, you're a hall of <laughs> you're a hall of famer. You're an author. You're a TV star. You're a producer. God, what what a great life, Jerry. You are blessed, man. Well, it yeah, um, yeah, just how about that? It's, it is it's pretty unbelievable. <clears throat> and I want you to know that that uh, I can um 79 and 3 quarters uh I cut firewood today. I spent the whole day out in the woods. Um, I'm, I'm actually building myself a new home. I sold my other place and I'm building a new home and I'm right in the middle of that. And, and I'm just, I'm just going a mild minute uh, just like I always did. So, um, and I, and I really enjoy it. And I, I am, am, am kind of surrounded by young people, including my own kids and all the people that work at, uh, uh, it, it, uh, our production company and it, at BASS and I'm just having, a, I'm just having a great time. Yeah. I, I mean, and I saw that, uh, I, I saw your, your, your new home you're building on the book face and, and that looks like a pretty cool ordeal, Jerry. I, I, that, that's pretty well, neat. I'll say, man, oh man, I am on the, I am on one of the highest mountaintops in Arkansas and, uh, uh, just had a build. A road through a road that's a half a mile long through the wilderness to get to it, and uh, golly, I'm having a good time doing that. Oh, that, that is that is awesome! Like you told us, you gave us a little insight on onto a to a typical day of Jerry McInnes, but but kind of take us take us through a through a whole day, okay? Like Jerry McInnes gets up. What do you do? Well. <clears throat> The uh, <laughs> I'm always up before the sun comes up. Um, my buddy, my new, my newest little dachshund, who's about about uh, a year and a month old. His name's Oliver, and he is just a dandy. <laughs> and uh, he and I are. Uh, I, I guess I'd get up and and um, uh, do my do a few chores, get my coffee cooking and, and fix a little breakfast for me and him and then the sun's coming up and I will work over you know mess around at the house uh, the the new house and and then you know there's 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 just no telling I'll, I'll work on that house with the I've got some some builders obviously a contractor that's that's uh that that has, has built this big a frame and I'll work with him or I'll go to the woods and uh, uh, clean and clear and, and cut firewood and stuff like that. And then, you know, the, but then, then the next day I'll drive to Little Rock and, 
spend two days working on BASS-related things. Uh, and, you know, that's still an extremely important part of my life. Um, and I'm, I'm so dedicated to, to making that uh, a, a really big success for a lot of people, not necessarily for myself, but for a lot of people, anglers and, and spectators and uh, viewers of bass and, you know, every, every, the, the, that whole world really am, um, I, I know I owe it off a lot to that world. And so I work awful hard at it. And then, man, I'll drive back up here to North Arkansas, and I'll be right back in the, in the woods doing what I did the first time. And, you know, and I, I still get away and fish. I get away and fish a lot. I still make great trips with Coach Knight. And uh, I went out to Wyoming fishing with my son and Tommy Sanders here a few weeks ago. And, and you know, I, I still do all that stuff, too. That, that that's awesome, and that was what I was going to ask you if you still got the fish. But I'm glad you brought up Bobby Knight. Um, have you ever personally witnessed Bobby Knight get angry? Yeah, Bob. Say again. I said, have you ever personally witnessed Bobby Knight get angry? Sure. <laughs> he didn't throw a chair at you or nothing, did he? No, but he's probably he's probably witnessed me getting angry too. <laughs> 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 no, I tell you what, the coach is just an emotional guy, and he loves his fishing and is as deep into it as he was as a basketball coach uh, uh, in, in the basketball. And I'm telling you, he's serious about it, and he likes to catch fish. He works really, really hard at doing it. And and uh, and yeah, he if he screws something up or gets its backlashes or mess, <laughs> he fly fishes. He'll fly fish the majority of the time right next to me, and I'm fishing with a a, 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 a little light spinning reel or a casting outfit. And by guys, he can stay up right with he can stay right with me all the time. He loves it. He he loves it. Hey, you, you touched a little bit on, on BASS, and, and I want to tell you, uh, I really enjoy what you have done over the years with bass fishing tournament coverage. Um, the You started a long time ago uh, with with the, the – what the, you had that circuit. It was the Mariner circuit. I mean, I'm going way, the, way back. The Mariner the – Mariner tur- the Mariner Tournament Trail was built as a television for television content uh, content for ESPN two as it was coming on the air in about the mid nineties, and uh, and that's what that was for, and that ter- that morphed into the FLW tour, um, and so we actually created the the FLW tour, named it. Uh, uh, and just you know, it was ours, and and we weren't in the you know we were a television production uh, company, and so we we turned that over to uh, 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 Operation Bass, if you remember that organization, and and to Irwin Jacobs and to Ranger Boats, and they took it and ran. So yeah, we we were a big part of that, and 
and I think through those years, one of the really big things we did was change how uh, fishing tournaments were televised, as you said a little earlier. Um, and, and to do that, we had to change the format about of the way everybody fish, fished. <clears throat> and today, everybody fish. Everybody does that. And and just like it w- was always that way, but we actually just changed that in about the mid mid nineties, and have tried to tweak it and make it better and and do different things all the time. And of course, I think the biggest thing we have done. Uh, maybe the biggest thing I've ever done in fishing to to help the sport grow was develop the live coverage on the internet. It's awesome, and and that that uh, that that is starting to change everything and just becoming a monster for, for us for BASS. I mean, we see we see the real deal. We see what's going on with these anglers. We learn their true personalities, whether it's good or bad or, or whether they're having a great day or a horrible day. We see yep. it. We see it. That is genius, Jerry. Absolutely genius. Well, I, 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 I just think that uh, we, are, we are placing you right in the boat. Uh, right in the boat with this guy, and you you are you going to feel what he feels and see what he sees and and, and sometimes it ain't good yeah. and 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 you know people are really well i tell you what we're get we're, we're our our biggest problem is a lot of corporations are telling their employees they cannot watch. <laughs> uh, television on Thursday and Friday. I'm not kidding you. We've been banned in some areas. <laughs> wow, that's a that's a good thing to have. A good problem to have. That's all JP does. Yeah, Friday, that's right. Off. Hey, well, awesome. well, let me if you don't mind. I don't know how much time I got left here, but I I really would like to uh to go from that subject that we're talking about into another subject. Which I am just—I I can't tell you how excited I am about this because I think it's going to have well, it, it could—it could have the biggest impact that there's ever been on bass fishing. Please tell, and that is—that is the classic going to Houston. Wow! I'm—I'm I'm telling you what—that is going to be a dynamite thing and it just not the you know not the i don't know i don't know how they to, to say it correctly it's just it's not that we're going to houston it's that in going to houston we're going to be perceived i think perceived nationwide by so many more people differently than we ever have before we're going to we're going to be perceived as a I think we're a big-time sport right now. You probably think we're a big-time sport right now. But we've still got a zillion people out there that don't know anything about us. By gosh, they're going to find out about us because we're going to, we're going to hit a home run down there, if, uh, if you don't mind me saying that. <laughs> and and I, I say that because our, our, uh, our weigh-ins and, and a lot of our... Um, uh, uh, activities 
is in Minute Maid Park in the ball on the ball field. Wow. Uh, we're we're in a major league baseball uh, facility, and we've been in we've been invited in there by the town of Houston, who are who who is so excited about us coming. And, and you know, like I say, it's just going to make us a. Uh, uh, if we if we do what I think we're going to do, which is just really, just really knock it out, we're going to set records in attendance. We're going to set records in our in our big expo. Uh, we're going to Lake Conroe at the top time of the year, right in the middle of March, and we sh- we should set records. Uh, in fish catches, and and the and the, the the records aren't you know that that's that's not what we're shooting for. We're not shooting for records. That's just going to happen on its own. But it, it's just going to be a, a a tremendous show. It's going to be one of those deals where you have to be there. Plus, you're going to uh, so put much a... is going to happen that you have to be able to say, "I was there during that." So we're expecting a really big, a really big, uh, yeah, right. We're going to make history, man. You're going to put a winner in Minute Maid Park, too. Yeah. That's pretty cool. (laughs) That's good good for them. (laughs) Wait, are you you just excited because it's it's a bigger city? What's that, Jake? um, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't I didn't catch the last little bit. They kind of broke up on me. Are, are you mostly excited just because Houston's a bigger city to hold this as a venue? No, guys. I'm I'm oh. I'm not. Um, is this Mike? I don't know what the problem is. My perception's <laughs> awful good up here, but I'm I'm missing. The, <laughs> I'm missing what you're saying. JP is asking you: Are you are you excited and feel that this will be a record breaker? Uh, partly in fact that it's in a larger city, such a big venue as as it is there in Houston. Well, yeah, and and everybody is saying, "Oh, oh, this isn't going to work because we don't do good in big cities. We have to go to mediocre, or not mediocre, but but a mid size." Uh, range cities. We, bass fishing only works in these little little um, baloney, man. We're going to Houston, and we're yes. going to blow the top off of that. We're, we're going to show the world, yes, we can come to Houston it's gonna and, be awesome. and make something out of it. It's going to be awesome. Now, do, you, do you see that this could be a cornerstone or a turning point where we might see live national coverage of of a bass fishing derby. I mean, I know ESPN's going to cover it. I know you got the live on bassmaster.com, but do you do you foresee that maybe it could become live? You know, they're doing it with Major League Fishing on CBS. Do you see that this could be a turning point for BASS? Uh I I I, I just am, am convinced that we're going to open a lot of eyes. I, we're, we're obviously, obviously, we're not going to get that kind of coverage you're thinking about in Houston because we're going to, you know, that'll what kind of coverage we get there will will already be planned and so on. Uh, 
But what it's going to do is open up the doors for next season. And and another big town is going to say, hey, boy, look what happened down there. We, we need to we need to take this pretty seriously. And I think the media is going going to be surprised about what what happens. Awesome. And it's just it's just going to open a lot of eyes when we come away from there. I expect bass fishing to be a different animal. Yes. Not just for us, not just for bass, for you and for everybody out there. Our little our little sport is going to take a tremendous leap. Well, I'm hoping that the big city thing works out and you guys come back to Chicago because the fishing's a lot better here now and. Uh you guys need to come back because I missed it. <laughs> Ryan was only yep, four so. when they were here. I was 16. He was 16. But but I didn't make it. It's going to be tough to come here in March, though, and fish uh, Lake Michigan in March in Chicago. <laughs> no, it'll be yeah. all right. I'd break some ice. <laughs> I did not miss it. Maybe you could have a bass fest here in the summer sometime. Yeah, that uh, that's a possibility. Well, one of these days that could happen. Okay, but you got to give me credit for it, though. Okay, Jerry. For oh the idea. yeah, Bob, I've got you. I've got that already already written down here, <laughs> and I'm going after that. I'm going after that cheerleader thing again. Too. Good, because I always I always uh, heckle Sanders about that too. Whenever I talk to Tommy, I'm like, "You promised me cheerleaders, Sanders. What's wrong with you?" Well, you know, I got to tell you, he's a He's kind of a, uh, he's just a sissy. He's afraid to, he's afraid to step up and speak. You know, I, the only support I got when I, when I brought the, um, uh, the cheerleaders up to the, to the big group of decision makers, the only support I had was Zona. And, and, you know, he has no, he has no credibility. So it was like I was out there all by myself. (laughs) Sanders is a sissy and Zona has no credibility. Wow. This is, this is breaking news. We got the, 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 the digs on the new classic. And then we got the scoop on Zona and Sanders straight, straight from the godfather of bass fishing's mouth. Right there, uh, I love it. Hey, we we're got we got to do some rapid fire because we're right up against the clock here, and we got we got Ot the Foe coming on next. Your buddy Ot's coming on next. Oh, great! Yeah. That's, that's great. All right, hey, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play a little game. Okay, we play a game here on 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 the Bass Buzz, and we call it uh, we call it Bass and Roulette, Jerry. It's called Bass and Roulette, okay. and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a few phrases or words at you. And you answer real quick the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? Okay. Are you ready? Here's the first one. Yeah. Spoon plug-in. Oh, gosh, I didn't hear, I didn't hear that. It, it, it was unclear. Say it again. Spoon plugging. Spoon plugging. You know, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm not understanding yet. It's, I've, I've had... I've been kind of muffled all the last five minutes or so here, and and so I didn't pick that out. Okay, eh? I'm going to try it one more time. It's called spoon plugging. Spoon plugging. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I hate to be a fuddy duddy guy, <laughs> but I, I but I'm not. I'm not hearing that thing. See, give me another one. Maybe I can. Okay, America. Nope, I can't hear it. Uh oh, it's it's we're we're breaking down. We're, we're breaking, breaking down. down. Okay, so let's try something else. Let's see, well, let's move on then. It, it, the, the rapid fire is apparently 
I, I, my caps are all out of my gun right now on <laughs> the bass and roulette. Okay, who is the greatest professional bass fisherman of all time? Is this just my opinion? You yes. want my opinion? I do. Yeah, I sure do. Well, <clears throat> obviously, you know the the, the records. Are going to say that Kevin Van Dam is, and he, uh, in my list, he would be in the top three. Uh, I also think that Rick Clund would be in there, and then I also have a guy that you're not going, to, you've never heard of him before. His name is Glenn Andrews, hmm. and he's an old time. He was an old time fisherman that I grew up with on Bull Shoals Lake. He's still alive. He's probably about ninety now. And uh, uh, if if <clears throat> if you ask Bill Dance, who his top three uh, uh, bass fishermen of all time would be, um, Glenn Andrews would be in on that list. Nice. And um, he, he'd say the same thing I did. You're not going to ever hear heard of this guy. And and also Ray Scott. If you ask Ray Scott. Who are the best bass fishermen there? But this guy would be on those people's lists. He was that great. And and we all experienced it in the 60s and even through the 70s. Bill and I both fished with him a lot, and and, and he was just really great. But but he's on, he's on the list, and then uh, <clears throat> I, I think that uh, both Rick Clun and Kevin Van Dam have absolutely earned a place in the top of everybody's list. Sure, cer- certainly. And Glenn Andrews, I think that's cool. I thought bringing it right to the forefront. Pretty, I'm gonna have to look this up. Yeah, pretty neat deal. Hey, Jerry, you know we're we're just we did the Bass Buzz Radio show for years, and and uh, now we're kind of new at this uh, video web thing. You know this, and and we're so fortunate that every week. We get to interview the nation's top bass fishing professionals. Um, uh-huh. Can you give us a bit of advice? Give me some advice, Jerry, about this industry and how we can make it to the big time. Uh, how, how we can make the bass fishing in- industry um, uh, <laughs> a little more uh, successful? Is that what you're saying? No, no. I'm asking you how we could make this show so s- more successful. How could we make oh, this? How you can make your show uh, a little more successful. Yeah. Well, give me some advice. I, I think, okay, here goes. Get it. Get it. Che- cheerleaders. <laughs> we got it. We're leaving it right there. Jerry McKinnis, thank you so much for coming on the Bass Buzz Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. It was a privilege to have you on the show, and we hope to have you on again sometime soon. Oh, hey, you <clears throat> give me a holler any old time. I, I love talking to you guys. I apologize for my connection being a little bit That's, messed up here, but uh, I think we got through it. Oh, we sure did. You did a phenomenal job as usual. Thank you so much, Jerry. Thank you. Uh, okay. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Bass fishing legend Jerry McInnes. Right here on Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television, the Bass Buzz. Hey, don't you go nowhere. When we get back, we have another champion coming your way. Bass fishing elite superstar, Otto Foe, right here on the Bass Buzz. Keep it locked. <laughs>